Something for something, that's how they gon' play it. I ran through the trenches and got on a mission. Know how I land, you cock it, I spread it. Come to them commas, I shoot with precision. Your homies is ignorant. Grown ass bitches, bound to get y'all head cracked. Me and my Nina get busy, Latinas, they love me, they know that I'm stand strapped. Hopping the skirts, walking the earth, cause a nigga like me put his bread first. Fuck all them physics, they running and swimming for pussy as long as they legs work. Nigga like me don't know no slack. Get your ass up, man. Money the motive, my niggas, it's older as Time for lows to fuck the gang. Niggas grim hoes, hoes grim niggas too. Either way, let's fleet the coop. Bitch, I'm a big Mac switch hoes, mix match handsome. Nigga don't need no proof. Niggas grim hoes, hoes grim niggas too. Either way, let's fleet the coop. Bitch, I'm a big Mac switch hoes, mix match handsome. Nigga don't need no proof. Shake, jump, shake, jump, shake, jump. Goddamn shake. Set the tone. Fresh New Year, fresh night yeah. Walk with a bop like I really don't care. I don't care. Blows the shit, scorching them lit. In the plain white tee, got a Mac in the drip. Cut from a different cloth like I'm shopping at Kip. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast. I go by Cash, a.k.a. Exec P. This is episode 197. Welcome back once again if you're a first-time listener. Welcome. If you're back again, if you're one of our Patreon supporters, salute to you. Thanks for, for supporting the, the movement and everything we do. As you know, I love doing these interviews with underground artists, man. That's what this podcast has become. I always talk about music, sports, and entertainment, but lately ain't been no sports or entertainment. It's been all music, man, and that's near and dear to my heart, man. This next guest for episode 197, man, I, I can't take credit for finding them. Shout out to my man. Ruben, man, once again for just shooting shooting me his info, man. And from there, I just took a chance on listening to it, and I was highly impressed. Episode 197, we got Los Comet. Man, Jackson, Mississippi, um, you know, the modern-day Marvin here, the pastime man, <laughs> Mr. Easily in your top 10. Uh, what else he say? Mississippi's finest, man. Welcome to the couch for the first time. Los Comet, man, what's going on, man? Man, what's up, what's up? I appreciate you for having me, man. Shout out Ruben, too. For sure. For sure, for sure, man. How you, how you feeling, man? How you feeling, man, on the... I mean, it's been not even a full month since the project's nah. been uh, dropped, man. How you feeling with the response to it so far? Man, I'm feeling so good about it. It was a big step, you know, from my first project, so it's grace to the most high, man. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for this year, for sure. I'm real excited. All right, man. So let, let's get through the pleasantries, man. Uh, you know, as I told the people, you're from Jackson, Mississippi, man. Um, kind of how did you got, get your start? I know this is your second project, so you're relatively uh, young in your career, but I'm pretty sure you've been doing it for quite some time, man. Give the people a little bit of your background. So um, I was born and raised in Jackson, Mississippi. Always went back and forth from Jackson to, you know, Memphis, Tennessee. That's my second home, I say. Uh, Moved to Chicago when I was about 11, yeah, 11, 12. So, you know, I had a good transition as far as, like, location goes. But um, as far as starting rap, I always knew I wanted to do it. You know, I just didn't feel like I had the voice for it until I got older. So I really been doing it maybe since I was about 14, 13, I believe. But I started taking it serious when I was 18. So um, 
uh, you know, a lot of life experience in that. So I've been doing it for a good bit now, I would say, five years. Yeah. Okay, damn, five years, man. And uh, you already sounded very polished, man. I went back to your first project, man, and then I wanted to just kind of see where you, you came from. Uh, mainly was listening to the most current project, Got Drunk for the Most High. Interesting mm-hmm. title, man. How, how did you come up with that title? Oh, uh, man. So every time I do a project, I always, I read books all the time. So before I work or write another project, I make sure I read whatever, you know, catches my eye, my interest at the time. So I uh, was reading, I think, the uh, Etta James biography, uh, Rage. So I was reading that one. And I was, you know, studying gospel music, matter of fact, uh, 70s gospel music. I was listening to a lot of that. Um, and uh, I was listening to a sermon that was like probably like an interlude for the project. And I heard the preacher say, I was, when I was 14, I got drunk for the Lord. And I'm like, man, what does he mean by that? <laughs> you know? And he went deeper into the meaning for it. And it was, it was a long-winded sermon, I'm not going to lie. But just coming up with titles that I feel like could fit you know, what I'm going for, what, you know, I was going through in my life at the time, what could be a pull from the past, honestly. Um, it just went from there. So just a lot of studying that got me to that title, for sure. Yeah, now now I, now I it's coming together as I'm listening to it and what you're saying, man. Um, the most civilized spirit intro, man, like that, I mean, I got drunk for God, end up being more of a Achilles heel. You know what I mean? Yeah. With, line, with lines like that, man, um, you, you came off very strong to begin with. But about minute 40-ish, minute 47, shit got a little bit different in terms of just the beat switch and, and shit like that to where that that's that's where you have my attention from the very beginning. Was that very intentional for people to, to grab their attention off the get-go? Yeah, honestly, I'm going to say that was the outro at first. Mm-hmm. Manny Megs produced that. Shout out Manny Megs, by the way. It, I wouldn't even, man, honestly, I wouldn't say it was too intentional. It was actually just like the universe because he made the beat and it was just like that. Uh, I think Gutty, who he uh, engineered Mix and Match the whole project, put it to an SP404 and it did, you know, it does what it does, but man, I just, I write, I write my ass off <laughs> and I just was like, okay, yeah, outro. Matter of fact, nah. Intro, <laughs> and we just went from there. Yeah, cause it definitely got a little bit more intense in what you were saying, and it kind of you you meant a lot of what you said. I could hear the conviction in your voice, man, and that's definitely a, a strong way to start off a project. Uh, again, um, going from your last project, just in 2021, uh, if I'm if I'm reading it correctly here, when I was looking at it, that's a that's a instrumental, you know, step up in terms of just quality, mixed quality and all that. Was that was that some of the stuff you was going for as you kind of got into this project and leveling up your sound? Yes, sir, for sure. I would say, really with my love is crack. I just had met Jewel, uh, Mike, and Gutty, which, you know, my team, basically, I would say. Um, and just trying to get something out, basically. Uh, I was working on my love is crack for a good bit, I would say. Uh, and just trying to get a body of work out. And I recorded that all in my apartment that I was living in at the time. So I never, I didn't get into a studio until God Drunk for the most part. I never had been in a studio, so all that was done at home. And I'm like, okay, from now on, I'm only going to record everything in the studio. And that's just what it is. The quality has to be there. We got to get the quality there. We got to get the sound there. 
my love of scrapping is just me showing I can rap on movie samples. You feel me? So it was definitely in the plan. Since we dropped my love of scrapping, that we was going to just up it and just keep going. And that's what we do. Okay. You talked about uh, getting up to the studio. I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine. I have a home studio here. I'm not sure if I told you. Mm -hmm. I, I I make music as well and, and do a bunch of other things. You know what I mean? I, I know you got to be a do-it-all type of person when, you, when you're an independent artist, right? Um, how... What's your preference, going to the studio or creating at the crib? So I got to, I got to, I would say maybe it's a normal common process, but I feel like it's kind of weird because most artists that I know, they just get to go to the studio whenever they leave. So I flew to New York to record this project. So that was all a process in itself. But what I usually do, I write, I demo here, and I just redo everything and add on in the studio. I would... I would prefer as far as the creating and the writing goes in my own, like in, on my throne, in my domain. And I just go put that out in the studio just for, you know, quality purpose, you know, the servicing of that. So I definitely would rather do it at home, somewhere, temple, you know, it could be anywhere, but I would rather be alone. All right, alone. So I got my next question. I was going to say, how do you like to create a bunch of people around or just in your in your own element? That's interesting to see. Uh, some people want the vibes. Uh, me personally, I I just need to be alone with my thoughts, man, because a lot of my music personally fit, means something to me. Um, so I want to get into to feeling. I, I saw a quote on an article that gave you high praise about, you know, King of the South, and they were putting a lot of, <laughs> they was putting a lot on you, man. I was like, that's a lot to, you know, that's a lot to bear, man. That's a lot to bear. How did you feel about, that being like one of the opening lines in that that article in terms of uh, how they felt about the project, man. Man, shout out Sweet, shout out Norm, shout out Mally. Um, before honestly, man, when I met all of my Texas homies and just my new homies through music, they they were back been saying it. I've never said it myself, you know. I I don't think I'll be that type of guy, especially right now. But even my even my homies said like. Y'all, they really, you know, show love. They really support me. And I really believe when they say that they mean it. You know, I don't think they would just say it for no reason. And and people knowing me, you know, I'm a, I go hard for the shit. I go hard for the South, like real hard, you know. Uh, it feels good, man. It's like I we barely scratching the surface as well. So I that's what makes it feel even better for me because we got a long, long, long way to go. So to hear that from like close peers and supporters, I love that, man. Who who are some of your your influences from Mississippi? I mean, we off cam we were talking a little bit about uh, Big Crit, you know, uh, being from the SIP, and um, just who who's some of your influences from the from the state, man? That that you rock with? I know David Banner. Really, them too. Crit, David Banner. I mean, Rick Ross. He's from Mississippi. Um, I would say him. Uh, I don't know if you know this far back. We talking a hundred years back, but Robert Johnson. I don't know if a lot of people know him. But he was, he's a blues artist. They say he's probably the best blues artist of all time. But that's back in like the 1920s, man. But I study. I go back, man. I go back, way back, clearly. And he has been a big influence on me lately, for sure. What makes you, what makes you a, a student of the game? And not a lot of guys your age typically want to go back and, and do the research. Uh, even, you know, I won't even say that, man. I say a lot, a lot of young guys are kind of, um, doing it, but for the most part, I don't 
see it as much. It's probably half and half. I would say uh, to most of the young cats that I that I rock with that are making the type of music uh, that you're making, which is conscious, is funky, and, and all those different things and entertaining. What makes you become a student of the game to study the past in order to to do what you do now? I feel like that's especially starting out. That's like a, a super key. You know, I gotta pay my homage. You feel me? No matter where they from, what era, I study the seventies a lot. Man, I study the seventies the most, honestly. Um, I feel like I've done the rap, but maybe just a little bit, you know. But I always it depends on where I'm at and what I want to do next. So I got every every time I'm about to write a project or whatever I'm doing, I make sure I go study. I make sure I gotta pay my homage. I make sure I pinpoint exactly what I want, whether it was from Aretha Franklin or it was from. Raekwon, and it could be from anywhere. I pinpoint what I want to try to modernize myself and learn from it and create my own thing, for sure. It's it's my process of just being an artist, honestly. So how important is it for you to um to have these 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 themes? So so far, you know, the project you're dropping one ties into the other. Not necessarily the same stories, but a growth in your story. What makes you um want to stick to the theme-based albums. They're, they're loosely based, you know, in terms of uh, sticking to a theme. I could say it's like a, a good day in the life, man. That's that's what I get from your music. Um, but what makes you stick to these these themes and, and absolutely nail it uh, in both efforts with this, uh, your first project and now your latest project? Being, being vulnerable, man. You know, reflecting on stuff that I've been through, stuff I can be currently going through, I, I just have to be. I, don't, I feel like in order to touch other people, you know, souls or whatever, in whichever way I may do it, you got to just, you got to put it all out there. Some people look at it like it's, it's a little difficult. Yeah, it can be, for sure. But it, it helps people. And I didn't think it would, honestly, I didn't think it would help people like it is even now at this point in my career. But that's really important to me to make sure that um. I'm being 100% genuinely authentic me, you know? It's just no other way I can go about it. So with that being said, it's like, I feel like that why, that's really why it hits, you know, home for a lot of people and even myself, because I'm just, I'm putting it all out there. I'm not, I'm not just, I'm not sugarcoating. I'm not putting on the facade. It's like, I'm being no skin, you feel me? And I, and I like, I like the way the project flows. Um, you know, was it the team's decision on on flow? Because I think that it, it came in, in a, at a point to where you had the soul on the on the intro, um, and then you get right to it with the bounce. You know, when when we're talking about songs like such as uh, Brown Money and Shake Junk, like those those joints out the gate are like they grab your attention from the get go. So um, I, before we before I ask my next question, I want people to hear Brown Money like. And just so that they could get some more buy-in, man. Let's pull up a uh, brown money real quick for them. Gang bang. We roll the dice while they play shice, man. Oh, oh. Lows, dose in this motherfucker. Drop down. Never gave a damn about the safer route. Told that bitch. Hell no, gotta stay on point when that pressure call. Bro, money, I just wanna see all of my dogs fall. 
I've been the one, wake them up if they been sleep. Lost on the creek, coming up mad, sawed off shot, bucking they ass. Niggas just different, but no, not to diss it. Don't give a fuck if you fin or a sixer. Oh, you a killer? Please, nigga. Couldn't even walk in my jeans, nigga. I must confess, all regret. Spinning my way, it's like Russian roulette. Say what it was, say that it's slugs. Turn to an angel for praying a thug. I cannot feel what I do not will. God is my witness, so fuck the judge. Dropped out, never gave a damn about the safer that's Brian Money, Brian Money, man. Y'all go check out the project. Got drunk for the most high, man. So I know y'all, I know y'all feeling that. Like it, that, that one's undeniable, man. Um, one of the first things that jumped out to me um, with your music was just flow patterns and just constantly switching it up each and every time, man. Um, what, what do you credit that to, man? Um, with, with really honing in on, on the delivery. Really, I just. Every beat I write to or every beat I'm on, I only write structure to that beat. I never just have an open, you know, verse nowhere. So when I hear a beat, I make sure I, I write to it specifically. And um, I can credit mainly for this project, uh, Tommy Wright Third, straight out of Memphis, a legend, Princess Loco, Project Pat for sure. Um, I study a lot of their flows. It's a lot of underground 90s methods that people got to get up on even today. But I would definitely give, like, as far as switching the flows or the, the tripling flows, the, you know, the pocket flows, be big to Tommy Wright III, like the Memphis sound, and another one is Biggie for sure. So I would say those are the ones. Okay. All right. Dang, that's that's wide ranging, man, from Memphis Memphis sounds to, to, to Biggie. Presence, okay, you're doing your homework, man. You gotta, you gotta believe her in me, man. I'm from Brooklyn, so there, there you have it, man. Oh, man. Too, too easy, too easy, man. Um, so back to the, back to flying to New York, man, to to record this album, man. What you know? Who are you working with in New York, man? Are you doing some other connections with other artists, or is it just you wanted to get out of out of uh, Texas and kind of just go to the city to record? Um, my team, they're all, they all live in New York, New Jersey area, which, you know, it's right there. Um, they just figured, you know, it's best I went to New York because they knew a studio, they were familiar with the studio, and I wanted to, you know, get out and see stuff while I was working, you know, so it was cool to see and, you know, just be in that environment and just record the whole project in a matter of five days. It was like, it, it was so fun, man. It, it really just made me more excited for the future, honestly, so. Definitely went to New York because it was the best decision to make. Um, as far as artists in New York go, not too many. I can say that I have, you know, worked with yet. Really focused on working with a lot of Southern artists right now. I'm connected with them. So, so again, man, um, I just want to get back to the cohesiveness of the project and China <laughs> from top to bottom. I want to go back to that that question. Is that a collective? Uh, thing that you guys are doing together with planning out the the vibes from coming out with high energy up into more of the the personal side of you. Um, not, the only thing that we all decided on was Brian Money being the second track because we felt like okay, we did most civilized spirit, which I did. You know, it did intensify as a song went on, but we wanted to just keep the energy high. And uh, really, I, I kind of regret doing Brian Money and Shake Junk back-to-back, especially as a lead in singles. <laughs> but I was like, I, I think a lot about the sequencing, you know, like the cohesion with other projects. So I was like, gotta do it. Like, we just gotta do it. So it's, you know, a lesson learned. But as far as after buying money, everything else was just me. Just 
find it out that way right there in the studio we did it so okay all right so um why why do you think that uh you had to you made a mistake with the those two back to back again i think i think it was good man in terms of just for a new listener for a new listener finding it see that's where i was okay with it because I was like, we do have people that do listen, but I actually care about new listeners and people that are actually album listeners. Uh, a lot of people I feel like aren't really album listeners after the first time they listen, you know? Yeah, like they, it's like, okay, I'm gonna listen to it one time, I'm gonna have my favorites, then I probably find some new favorites. That's really how it goes because the attention span now is like very little. <laughs> you feel me? So it, that's just how it goes. So I'll definitely. Like studying, once again, man, studying my favorite artists that I look up to, I idolize how they sequence out their albums. I always made sure, like, this transition was crazy, this instrumentation was crazy, and I I just pay attention to all of that and just keep it in my mind for my own stuff. So uh, sequencing is getting easy for me, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, it's my second project, but it's, it's so fun just going through that overthinking and going through that stressful, stressful thinking and all that because it all becomes worth it in the end. So, all those. So I know you've mentioned them um, here and there throughout uh, us talking so far, man. Who are uh, some of the producers and artists that you have uh, on the project? Oh, um, we got Manny Mag starting it off. He got a few on there. We got Limo. We got Texaco. Uh, we got Porvita. We got Cuff God. We got Gutty. Um, we got John on there. We got Dakota Carly for instrumentation. We got Crybaby. We got B. Ali. Um, I hope I'm not missing nobody. I think that's everybody. Yep. That's all of them. Teron Clark. I'm sorry. Hold on. Teron Clark. That's my brother. That's like my right hand man. Teron Clark is the last one. For sure, for sure. I, I mean, all your features kill, man. Some of them are on here even in twice. Uh, but I really like the uh I think it was Cara Crosby. You know how you guys play off of each other with you even taking it to a certain point of a little bit of a sing-songy flow, you know, uh, playing with her, man. So how is that growth from one project to another? You did a, dabbled in the first project a little bit, but this this sounds a lot more polished in terms of uh, your, your melodic stance on, on things, man. Was, was that something that you really had to kind of hone in on this project? Yeah, I definitely did because I knew, matter of fact, slamming was was uh, made before I dropped my Love is Crack. Um, and that's like the main song I'm singing on, honestly. But uh, I knew if I wanted to sing or even do more melodic, you know, music, I would have to be in a more, uh, you know, studious environment. So I had to definitely be in the studio for sure, especially if I wanted to sound as good as it does, you know, as far as the mixing and mastering and that's gonna grow for sure. So I knew I wanted to make a project that had different sounds that I actually wanted to do, not just loops or samples, you feel me? I wanted to make a low skimmed sound. You feel me? I didn't want it to be possibly boring <laughs> to somebody or even myself. Mainly myself, you know, because I wanted to build on my southern sound, you know, just digging deep into my southern roots. And Carl, that's my dog, that was, you know. We all, of course, she was in London and I was down here when we did that. But being in the studio together and, you know, working on it together and the ideas we had for Moonshine, like, was 
it was it was fun and we definitely gonna build on that for sure. I want her on every project. Yo, yo, y'all y'all sound really good together, man. So uh Right. That's dope that it's even being done from different places to where it sounds like y'all were in the same place, man. So the name, man, um, I just glossed right over that, man. What what, what is the meaning of of your your um, rap name? I've been getting this question a lot the past two weeks, man. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I <laughs> I didn't got a lot of it, man, because it's I knew it was gonna eventually happen, not this soon, but I knew it was gonna. Happen. I knew it was gonna happen. Um, so my original name was just Los. Um, but it was hard to find Los. You know, just looking it up, you get a bunch of bands and everything. Now I'm gonna go ahead and say this now. I am not speaking on the comedic religion. I'm not, I'm not a I'm not trying to get into the religion, so I just get this question a lot. I'm not a Hebrew Israelite, I'm not, you know, Kim, I'm not none of that. Uh I'm really my name. I'm happy that I'm, I love this question based off further plans for myself and my people. Um, the, the, the original defining meaning of what that is, besides, you know, what we see in the conscious community and stuff. I wanted to do something apart from that, the base meaning, you know, the root meaning of that word. Um, and really, instead of me just, you know, going on a whole rant or, you know, explanation about it, I just want to just show like what my you know my dying wishes are with attached to that name it's really close to me now for sure so um what i can say man is just it's just the the betterment of my, me my family and my community overall and on another scale that maybe not everybody would think of you know so Mm-hmm. All right. Let's let's talk about the betterment of family and community, man. In terms of what mm-hmm. what motivates you to to continue um, to do what you do to get better at at this music thing and, and progress. You know what I mean. I'm always interested to hear what what artists what motivates them to go in the studio because this this is a lot that you, of your life you put on 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 the line, especially if you're one of those artists that really hint at a lot of personal things that you go through in your music, which you do. I'm a, I'm a very big family man. I'm, I'm really family oriented. Uh, excuse me. Everything I do, man, like the music, you know, what I, I want to get into the filming, every single thing I do, I make sure I'm doing it, you know, to make sure that my family is well off, and the well-being of my family. You know, uh, it's no other reason. It's no other reason, honestly. Uh, not even I could say too much for myself, but I wanna I wanna touch people's souls and you know help them as best I can. But I'm not in it for the extras. I'm in it to make sure that my nephew, my sister, my my kids, when I have them, you know, are are good and you know healthy as can be, happy as can be, you know, just just good. And after that, you know, or during that process, making sure that I go back home and I could clean up my home and you know healing my home and different communities around the country, around the world eventually, if I can. Uh, that's my whole mission. I'm a very selfless person. You know, I'm a very loving person. You know, 
I do have my flaws like we all do. I do have my mistakes. And, you know, of course, that just comes with, you know, being being here, you know, being alive, being a human being. So I, I can't really put it, you know, no other way but just giving back and just build, truly building something that could be tangible for, for my family and my people. That's what we need, and that's what I want to head on, take care of, you know, eventually in my career. Cool, cool. I want to stay on the the feeling the feeling piece because uh, I had that question earlier, and I don't want to lose lose track of it. Uh, in that article, it, it uh, spoke on you kind of saying if people don't don't feel it, you you don't want to do it. If I'm summing it up right in terms of the music, why why is the feeling so important uh, in your music to get to gain fans? Why why do you focus so much on that? Oh, I think you're talking about the I cannot feel what I do not will. <laughs> yeah, I cannot feel what I do not will. Um, I would say more so that that's a personal preference in a way. I'm sure other people feel that way, but as far as making sure I touch the feelings of other people is because you, if we stand on the surface of the music or just rap or hip hop, which I enjoy that too, um, when you touch the feeling or a certain spot in a listener or a fan, a possible fan, that's going to stick with them forever. You feel me? They're going to latch on to you forever, you know? And uh, Marvin Gaye, that's my favorite artist. I'm sure everybody know that now. Um, he definitely said that uh, he wants he wants to make the music that can touch people's souls, whether it's like love, you know, intimacy, you know, uh, world, you know, social issues. The reason why he's who he is and why Prince and Mike are who they are is because they touch somebody's soul in a way that made them fall in love with that artist or their artistry. So I feel like that's real important. And and I make my music because of that. And at the same time, it's because it's it's my feelings. Like I we all have different feelings. I'm just making them into different types of songs. You feel me? So if if you do that, I feel like it's easier to catch a fan and keep a fan. And you know be endearing, you know, your music, not even me. See, I'm not perfect at all, but your music being endearing to their they are, you know, and what they could be going through. All right. Let's stay here a little bit longer as far as rappers. Um there's certain rappers that that give me that emotion uh every single time off the top of my head I could think um Scarface, uh, you know, this can't be life, that verse, you know, that he spit on this can't be life, or that that was probably one of my favorite verses from him. Um, besides stuff on his his solo projects, of course, but that sticks out as something that I can recite right now. Um, another guy that sticks out to me um, that I'll tell everybody, you know, Beanie Siegel is another guy that uh, is a lot of feeling, a lot of emotion in his music, and you know, I can kind of go on. What are some some rappers that that uh? that give you that feel whenever you're riding around of, of nostalgia and just, um, they hit the mark every single time when we're mm -hmm. talking about feeling. Scarface is my GOAT, man. <laughs> That's my GOAT. So him, of course, uh, grew up off him. It's my pop's favorite rapper. So yeah, that's he's, he's my great, you know, all the time. Uh, 3K is one of those. Uh, Crit is one of those. <clears throat> Kendrick Cole. Yeah, you know, it really does, you know, the basics, I would say, as far as now. Um, let me think. It's somebody that got to me. 
or would say. Uh, I want to say Herb. G Herbo, that's what they are known as. He's also one of those as well for me. So um, when you relate to what somebody's saying and there's certain things that people say like, okay, yeah, they legit. <laughs> you know, they, they mean what they're saying because only it's like one of those if you know, you know type bars or verses, like you said. Um, but Scarface 3K, I would say definitely my leading two as far as rappers go would be them. Yeah, for me it don't matter too either, man. Like I, I've never been, I've never been in the streets, probably from it, but never been in it. You know what I mean in terms of doing street shit. But like I love, I love that shit when it's when it feels authentic, when it sounds authentic, uh, especially way before social media. Uh, you know, expose some some guys that I no longer like as much because <laughs> you know. <laughs> hey, but look, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I, I forgot. I forgot this man. I'm so sad that I did. Boosie, he he be doing it, but but man, look. I grew up Boosie. We would we would dead ass be in out on the block or the street as kids arguing who the best rapper. We was arguing that Boosie was the best rapper against Wayne. Like we was going on. I, rem- I remember these right. conversations uh, with some of my homies from the south where Boosie would come up, and I remember being a uh, uh, rather young New Yorker, like, yo, who the hell, like, who's Boosie? Like, but they would be playing them till, like, crazy hours of the night, you know what I'm saying? That, um, other, other, um, other chopped and screw music. So I, I got, after I came into the military, I got real indoctrinated into to Southern music. My, my intro, for real, for real, was you know, the the cash monies and, and the no limits of the world. But once I got down south, then I got into the Boosies and, and all the other, the the guys that you only, you had to be around to know. So what Boosie's doing now with the Vlad stuff and all the, the weird stuff with T.I., I, you know, <laughs> I can't condone it. <laughs> I can't condone it. T.I.'s one of them too. My favorite rappers, like, growing up, my first one was Andre. My second one was 50. Then it was T.I. And it was Boosie and Wayne. Like, all mainly Southern, but 50 was, like, the most last longer favorite rapper of mine, for sure. Have you so, heard the new Wayne single? No, not yet. Not yet. I've, I've been so out the loop, man. I'm, I'm going to get into it, though. I always make sure I make my rounds, for sure. Yo, he, he sound like Wayne again, man. Get, get to that, man. Get to that, man. So I see you got the uh, some of the merch behind you, man, with 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 the recent videos and stuff like that, man. What's the, who's the creative genius behind that, man? Right here, man. Right here. Um, me and my manager Mike, we talk a lot about when I do this. I'm like, man, you know what? I wanna since the name of the project is "Got Drunk for the Most High," I want I want to. Study like I studied a lot of uh, commercials, like liquor commercials and ads. I actually had Jet magazines with the Hennessy ads and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, I'm a, I can't use this. Uh, I just started up, and Mike did. He 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 edited them and he made them, and I went to go print them out. And I, I, I love details, man, and my visuals and everything. I make sure I'm real detailed about all of it. So, yeah, man, that's uh, that's one of the things I'm struggling with, man. The time to do it, man. But when it when it comes off, um, you know, your your videos are very 
they don't have a whole lot going on so far. The two that I've, uh, I mean, I watched three of them, but uh, two in particular for this project, I watched and I was like, small little things that you're doing to where it's more your performance and then you'll highlight, highlight the merch for the project or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I like what he's doing, keeping it simple, not going too too over the top, but it, it's effective, man. So, so shouts out to you for that, man. Are you, no problem, man, no problem. Are you doing any other things besides the directing? Um, are, are you, I know you said you go to the studio. Do you mix and master? Do you make beats? What other things are, you know, you kind of blessed with besides the, uh, the music making? Honestly, man, I don't make beats. Now, fun, like a little fun fact, though, when I was 13, I got mixed crap. And I was making beats. I made a whole project of making beats. I don't know how I was making them. I was just making dings and then drums and all that. And I did a whole project as a 13-year-old doing it. And I never went back. I never tried. I want to get back. Um, not, I can't play any instruments, man. I definitely want to learn. Uh, really right now is just the filmmaking, the directing, the writing, the storyboard, the treatments, uh, and the music. You know, I'm getting more into learning the marketing and you know, promo things and stuff like that. But I, I'm going to get into that bag again. I'm going to get I'm going to get there because I want to be elite. I want to be like the, the bond but the of it, you know, so I can do a little bit of everything. But I do a little, I try to mix and match the best I can for my demos, you know, but that's pretty much it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because you got to ride around to it to see if you wanna, if you feel it enough to even take it to the studio. So I, I, I get that whole part. I get that whole part. Uh, what are what are some things that um, you know, you're looking forward to for the rest of the year, uh, and doing whether that be shows, whether that be another EP, whether that be collaborations. What are some other things that you got? Uh, you know, hard plan. You know, and things that you're you're hoping to do. Um, yeah, I definitely want to, I'm going to uh, drop two more projects this year, um, an EP and another full project to end out the year because I didn't drop any project at all last year. And I was very like a little devastating, you know, felt tragic about that. Um, better visuals, you know, not, you know, not even just better, but more visuals, uh, make sure I, um, I, it's no breaks at all. You know, I'm just full throttle, gas on the pedal. You know, um, shows. Um, with shows, it's like I I definitely wanted my team to be called for me to do shows. Uh, I don't necessarily try to call and try to do the like pay to play thing. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Um, so that's just whatever the universe brings me. I'll go anywhere to do a show. I don't care where it's at, when it is. Call me. I'm gonna be there. Um, but as as far as that, all of my focus on is pushing God drunk for the most side, putting it in the beers, you know, putting it in different areas, lounges, possibly clubs and other big plans for that that we have and so But for sure, what I want to say is two more projects this year. Sure, two more. Sure, man. Definitely looking to the live, the live band, man. I, I don't see enough rappers doing it out, like, out the gate. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's cool to get on stage, but I think what separates, uh, and maybe that's lofty goals for myself, man. But I think, I think having a live band, man, is it's nothing like it, man. I don't, you know, but that that's mm -hmm. just me, man. That's no, like, 
if I could do that today, <laughs> if I can if I can get a live band and just just record or you know do live versions of my little track, any song of course that I've done, hell yeah, I want to do that. I love, I enjoy. Honestly, in my opinion, a lot of live music is better than recorded music for sure. Shit, sure it is. So, um, Mac Miller, he's one of my favorite artists. Uh, rest in peace. I actually became a fan of his because of his live album that he dropped. Like that, that's what called me. But I listened to like Aretha live albums, Al, uh, Sam Cooke. I listen to a lot of live albums, man, and they are. And sometimes they put you there. Luther Vandross is another good live singer. Um, I always listen to. So, um, I still listen to the J Unplugged. I still listen to the J Unplugged, Lauren Hill, Unplugged. So those those are dope dope things, man. I like the tiny desk approach that I've seen some people yeah. do. You know what I mean? Where they just you know play live. So it's it's a lot of different ways, man. So, um, you know, with that said, man, I see you got the Hawks jersey on and stuff like that. By chance, all, all you a basketball fan. I mean, you got Brian money, but a Hawks, but a Hawks fan. I'm a Hawks fan. I'm a Hawks fan. You know, Brian is our is, and Brian is our goat. You know, it's my generation goat. So, of course, I got to do Brian money. But when it comes down to it, I'm definitely, I'm definitely a diehard Hawks fan. Growing up in Mississippi, you can't choose too many teams. We ain't got a team, so you got Atlanta. You got the Grizzlies, or you got, you know, at the time it was a Hornets so the Phillies. I'm like, I'm gonna just go with Atlanta because Josh Mitchell, you know. So, okay, a Hawks fan, Falcons fan, Ohio State Buckeye fan, for sure. Let that be you know, <laughs> die hard with that. All right, man. So ho- hopefully Snyder can get you, bo- get you guys right, man, because y'all, y'all ain't been doing right all year, man. Collection of talent. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. It's down and Dre, man. Trey don't want to listen. He got the big head now. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, don't tell me. Don't tell me you. Oh, it's, it's a further east, man. I'm a Knicks fan through and through, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, I can't. Oh, I can't. No, no, no. wonder why you talking like that. Ain't no wonder why you talking like that, Yeah, man. Like he, he be right? kicking our ass when he comes to the garden, man, but. He ain't do it this year though, so I'm I'm cool with that, man. But hey, y'all looking good though, man. I hope you see y'all in the playoffs. I ooh, I hope you see y'all. Man, look, man, I'm 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 getting to I'm I'm not used to good things. I'm not used to nice things. I'm still getting used to this type of stuff, man. So I, I'm just I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be chill. I'm not gonna talk shit about the Knicks. I'm just gonna let it happen. I, I'm just gonna let it happen. You know what I mean? I'll be sure to hit you in the DM when we do beat y'all. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I like that. Yeah. I, you, you, you a real nigga. Yeah, yo, yeah. I, I like through, that. Through, man. You know what I mean? I, I like punishment, man. Pause. You know what I mean? <laughs> you been, you, you been through it all. You oh yeah, time, man. It's been a long time. I, yeah, we ain't, we ain't won significant since since my teenage years, and that's that's a very long time ago, man. So. It is what you it know, is. You know, Melo is my favorite player. He's my favorite player. Man, oh man, we gotta talk more. Melo's always been my favorite player up until you know he kind of got up there uh, in age, man. But uh, but yeah, he definitely one of my guys, man. I always vouch for him. And head of Braun until it came painfully clear that he's not what Braun is. But you know, you, you had the rookie year. That that rookie, rookie year. Oh, he should have been rookie of the year. He should have for sure been rookie of the year. He went to the playoffs. I'll, I'll tell people that until the Cows come home, man. Like he got robbed. He got robbed. They wanted they wanted LeBron to be to give him the throne right away, man. They, he had time. 
Could have gave Melo the rookie of the year, man. For sure, man. For sure, man. For sure, man. Yeah. Well, man, look, man, I just want to say, man, from me to you, man, I'm proud of uh, what you're doing, man. Uh, you're putting out quality music. Uh, it it works on all levels, whether you're talking about the spirits, whether you're talking about people who like albums, conceptual albums. I think you're hitting it on all levels. Um, shouts out to your team, uh, everybody that's kind of working with you, man, because it, it's, it's sounding really good, man. And I, I'm looking forward to whatever you drop next. Uh, like I always tell people that come on, man, you enjoyed your time here. You're always welcome back uh, to talk about another project or to just come on and kick it during the playoffs should we meet. You know what I mean? And in the playoffs, we definitely can come kick it. Definitely could come kick it, man. So um, just take the people out, man. Let them know where they can find you on Instagram, Twitter, uh, merch, wherever you wherever you want to send them in terms of your music, man. I'll let you take us out. Sure. First off, I want to appreciate you for having me, man, and, and listening to the project thoroughly, like, it, it, I appreciate it more than you'll ever know, bro. So I want to thank you for even having me on here today. Um, Instagram, 5.Los, you can find me. Uh, Twitter, Los, E-T-J. And TikTok, Dirty South Artery. That's Dirty South Artery, A-R-T-E-R-Y. And stream got drunk for the most high, man. Stream it so you can't stream it no more. Send it to your, your pops, your mom, cousin. Anybody you can, just give it a listen. I really appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate you, bro. Yo, he forgot to tell y'all, go buy that shit. Go buy that shit. Hey, yeah. Hey, look. Hey, look. It's, it's tax season. It's tax season. I know y'all got y'all taxes, man. Go. <laughs> go buy some of them things. You right, hey, are, are you Are you on band camp? Or are you on band camp or anything like that? Not yet. Coming soon. Though. Okay, Coming soon, okay. I definitely like to promote Bandcamp or, or whatever you're doing with your own website to get it direct to you, man. I'll be damned if you keep giving it to everybody else percentages, man. So for sure, man, definitely get that Bandcamp up and running all that website so you can get all that that money that, you, that you're going to earn, man. So Los, uh, nice meeting you, brother, man. More power to you in 2023, man. I'll be a fan, I'll be following, man, and I'll be reaching out very, very soon, man, for whatever else we may need from you, man. So I'm sure you'll probably be back here soon. Show sure, hit me anytime. I got you. Appreciate you, man. This is episode 197. We out. <laughs> Something for something, that's how they gon' play it. I ran through the trenches and got on a mission. Know how I land, you cock it, I spread it. Come to them commas, I shoot with precision. Your homies is ignorant, grown ass bitches. Down to get y'all head cracked. Me and my Nina get busy, Latinas. They love me, they know that I'm stand strapped. Hopping the skirts, walking the earth. Cause a nigga like me put his bread first. Fuck all them physics, they running and swimming. for pussy as long as they legs work. Nigga like me don't know no slack. Get your ass up, man. Money the motive, my niggas is older as Time for lows to fuck the gang. Niggas grim hoes, hoes pimp niggas too. Either way, let's fleet the coop. Bitch, I'm a big Mac switch hoes, mix match handsome. Nigga don't need no proof. Niggas grim hoes, hoes pimp niggas too. Either way, let's fleet the coop. 
bitch, I'm a Big Mac, switch hoes, mix, match your hands, some nigga don't need no proof. Shake, jump, shake, jump, shake, jump, goddamn shake, jump, shake, jump, shake, jump, goddamn shake, jump, shake, jump, shake, jump, goddamn shake, jump, shake, jump, shake, jump, goddamn. Hey, by the time this shit here in, ain't no fucking with my pen. Send your mother, send your brother, favorite rapper, you'll spin. And I'ma rap they ass up, disintegrate them inside of bins. Send they ashes to they kids, now I'm your daddy, what it is. Hop in the whip, out the weed and sleep. Niggas ain't dead, they spin again. Two-tone, nah-nah, knock off ten. Niggas didn't ask for the wrong dead friends. Hang them off the side right by that slab. Me and my roadies down to crash. Nats on shit, how we on they ass. Play with your bitch, I'm not your Shake, 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 goddamn shake, 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 goddamn shake, 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 goddamn shake.